What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of the show. It is February 8th, 2024. We're on episode 405, Heart of the Wrestling Season um, and Big Ten Season and big news out of the Big Ten last week. That's to our guest today. Uh, he's ranked number 13 at 141 pounds, freshman from Michigan, and just upset the number one guy at his weight class, Real Woods from Iowa. Didn't just upset him, blew, kind of blew the doors off. Um, Sergio Lemley, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for joining us, and, and how's everything going today from the, the dorms of Michigan? So good so far, yeah. Thanks for having me. Um, things are good so far, preparing for Nebraska. We're leaving later today. Uh, should be a good one. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, you kind of shook things up last week, and I want to get into that. But I, before we do, I want to, you know, kind of get through your wrestling story and understand where you came from and how you got here. So let's just start with, like, what was your introduction to wrestling? I think you got an older brother, too, right? So maybe that was the connection. But what was your introduction to wrestling? How did you get started in the sport? Yeah. Well, if we're throwing it all the way back. Uh, let's go. I was about four. Yeah, I was about four or five. Uh, I started playing football. Still, still my favorite sport is football, but I was still like a hundred. I was still like forty pounds, forty-five pounds at like the age of four or five. I was too small for Pop Warner, and my brother was doing football too, and he was wrestling, but I was just like too young to wrestle. There's no one like in the practices for me to wrestle, so I would. My whole family would still go, and I would just like run around the halls in the, the high school. So they ended up having to put me in the practice because like, it was just like free daycare. And I was just, I had like some anger management issues when I was younger and it really helped me like channel that anger and uh, focus on the wrestling mat. But leading up, my brother went to my local home hometown school in Chesterton, Indiana, where I live and I've always lived. Then I went to all of their public schools leading up to eighth grade. Then a couple years back, my club coach, Alex Sertzis, took the job at Mount Carmel in the south side of Chicago. And uh, it was kind of just a difficult task or question we, I had to have with my parents of where I wanted to go in life and uh, what high school really I really wanted to go to. And I felt like I've already put in so much time, even though I wasn't very good at wrestling. I put in a lot of time in wrestling. So I might as well, like, make the most out of it. So I ended up going to Mount Carmel. Uh, freshman year, it was weird. It was an all-boys school. It was, it was Catholic. And it was a big adjustment for me, especially commuting, like, an hour there an hour back it was tough but I feel like me having to reflect uh, where I wanted to go in life as an eighth grader and commuting every day really just showed like the sacrifice and what I wanted to do with my life so I won my state championship in Illinois then COVID happens no Illinois season and there's just whole bunch of protests like all around the area a lot of crazy stuff going on so I ended up transferring back to my hometown school 
in Chesterton where my brother graduated and Luke Davidson, who's our heavyweight here now, graduated there also. Uh, there, his dad was our assistant coach when I was there too. So I was at my hometown school during COVID or 2021 uh, when we got back. And everyone remembers that season. Just if they had a season, it was just so weird, so different. But uh, I was on online school. I was able to go down, see my brother, travel a little bit. Uh, but I went state there. Then it was kind of like I felt like a no question to me. I mean, uh, I don't know if it was COVID or that was just online all the time that I really just did not enjoy uh, wrestling at at Chesterton, even though I love the people. I've known these people my whole life. It was just a weird thing during COVID, just left a bad taste in my mouth. So I transferred back to Mount Carmel, and uh, I just hit the ball running from there. I loved it, and I've been dealing with a couple injuries. Uh, I was training for the U.S. Open about two weeks ago over the, I mean, two years ago over the summer. Uh, then I, I tore my labrum. Then I was out for that whole summer. I think it was my junior year. Then I was just kind of like rehabilitating it without trying to get surgery. Then Ironman, I think my semis, it just pops out again. It is that hadn't popped out since like a couple months before. And then I started like having to wear a brace and that was just like the worst uh, time of wrestling in my life. Like I felt like I, I wasn't able to shoot with my, my left hand. I wasn't able to go up and kind of hand fight with my left hand. I was kind of here all the time trying to move the guy. And uh, I really didn't want to do it. I felt like that I could have the surgery earlier and prepare for college but, I mean, I ended up sticking through the season, and I, it showed me, like, a lot of heart, even though my technique wasn't where I wanted to be. But it showed a lot of heart, heart to go out there and win my fourth for my school and my family. Awesome. Then get to August, uh, get to Michigan, finally be able to get on the mat. Then the ball started rolling. I mean, went to MSU. Uh, I think I took third, went to Vegas, didn't do too hot, but uh, I think that gave me some some extra momentum or motivation to go out there and train a little extra harder in the practice room and compete on the mat, right. and that's where we are today. Cool. Uh, I, I, I want to go back to, like, so, you know, you're four or five, your brother, you're running around the hallways like a madman, your brother's practicing, like, yo, we got to get this kid in here. Right, and and maybe you didn't even like it that much, or weren't that great. Like to where you are today, there's there's probably a big difference. At some point, you start doing it. Like, did, was there a moment when you got hooked, or like this was you know this practice, this tournament, this moment, something where it was like this is what I want to do, or, or getting in a club with a guy like Cerstis. Um, but what was it that like really took you, and you were like, okay, I'm putting all my. Maybe you realized you weren't big enough for football or whatever it was. Like. This is my sport. This is what I want to do. When yeah. when was that? Well, I would say leading up, like, in grade school, and I would say about my seventh grade year, I was 
terrible. I was not good. I, I just stuck with it because it was the only sport that I was able to stay with. I was small enough, which kind of helped out. Yeah. But I think my seventh grade year, uh, we have like a middle school state in Indiana where it's our sixth, seventh, and eighth grade years. They all compete at like one tournament for the middle school state. It's different from our ISWA state. But I think I ended up winning that. And that kind of was like an eye opener. They're like, I can do this. Like, I, no one really expected me to go out there and win it. I took fifth my sixth grade year. And I was like pretty trash. But I think that gave me like some motivation. And I was like, you know, I can actually do this. Like, I can actually compete. And I can actually go out there and kick some butt and win. So when I, when I won in seventh grade, it was kind of like, yeah, I'm going to take over the world now. So, Do you think it was – winning in seventh grade, doesn't sound like you thought you could win or, or, or would, but, but you did. And then once you did, was it just like – was it like a mental switch? It's like, boom, now I have the confidence. Maybe you had some of the skills already, but like – and we all know confidence is huge, right? Like thinking you're going to be able to do it is like a big part of the battle. Was that the case with you? Yeah. No, I, I mean I just really wanted to win. I didn't know if I was able to. Uh, I just focused on me going out there and competing on the mat and focusing on winning the, the position rather than the match. And I don't even think I thought I was able to win. Uh, I remember seeing my bracket, like, yeah, these, these are some pretty good guys. It's going to be tough. But once I got on the mat and I I really don't get anxious, I just get, like, super excited to get on the mat. Like, I feel like, they're keeping me away from the mat. There's like a lot of time. So when I finally get on the mat, it's like, all right, let's go. Like, let's get this over with. Let's, let's move on. So once I was able to get on the mat and just focus on like how bad I wanted to win, uh, it was, it wasn't really as much as that I knew I was going to win. It's just, I really, really, really wanted to win. So the desire, kind of the desire has always been there. You said something I really liked. It was, win the position or focus on winning the position and not the match. Where, where did you, was that a coach? Where did you hear that? Cause I think that's great advice. Um, that's just something I've always, I've, I've always lived by. I mean, if you win each position, you will win, end up winning the match. Like if someone gets on your leg, you got to defend that. You got to win that position. Or if you're in the hand fight and you get on a leg, you have to lock your hands and drive up into them. And you have to win the position. So it's just like I like to focus on like the small things, small things that uh, build up to like the big things. And it kind of takes care of everything. It makes stuff a lot easier. You just can't like came up that, that that's really high level, like thinking that way. And that's just kind of something you put put together yourself. Yeah, it's that's like how- I read a lot of books over time and I've had a lot of great mentors and uh, they really helped me shape the way I view uh, working out and, and wrestling and life overall. What's a good book you could recommend for for that purpose is what you just described? Well, yeah, uh, pull one over. At Michigan, yeah, at Michigan, uh, we had Greg Harden come over. Who's Greg Harden? Give me some background. he, like, talked to – can you see it? Yep. And stay sane yeah. and in safe world. He talked to all – yeah, he talked to all of our uh, student athletes at Michigan, all of our, all the football team, all of us were in there. Gave us his book. I read it. 
and there's some stuff I like, just like some mental stuff. And then I just started diving into like philosophy and uh, theology, which I've always, I like theology because we had a theology class in high school and I thought it was cool. But yeah, I've just been kind of diving into that a little bit, but mostly just, I would say like my mentors over uh, over the years, Alex Hertzis, all my region coaches, uh, they really helped me a lot. What's something you've picked up? Now, you said you, you, you the, all the student athletes at Michigan got that book or, you know, that guy talked to you. And then you read it and started dabbling on your own, right, into philosophy and theology. What's something you picked up dabbling on your own after you read that book and started moving on to other things? Give us a tip here or give some advice or a, a way of a philosophy, a way of thinking. Some insight. Yeah, give us some insight. Uh, well, I have these, like, postcards taped up in like my room in my dorm room that I I wake up and I see every day um I think one that I can read is whatever of good you may desire of life whatever qualification whatever position you have only to work for it wholeheartedly confidently with singleness of purpose and you can get it you got a bunch of postcards or or a bunch of things posted on the wall right in front of you a little bit yeah Show, yeah. Can you show me? Can you just turn the phone around yeah, real I quick? Can. It's a it's just like a couple. Okay. I got like my goal right here. National champ. This is the one I just read. I got the Mike Tyson, of course. Uh I got this one, that one. Can you read those? I got like us? a little like I can't read them from here. Alright. So I got they them they themselves are makers of themselves by virtue of the thoughts they choose and encourage. And I got act is the blossom of thought and joy and suffering are its fruits. So all right, that's cool. A little, yeah, a little philosophy stuff I like to look at. Excellent, excellent. Um, so clearly you're at Michigan. You're there in the dorms, and you, you I like your setup. But, you know, what was the recruiting process like? And, you know, making a choice, was it easy? Did you take all five visits? Were you, was it down to a couple? Or was it like, man, I just know I want to go to Michigan? Yeah, I took all five. I went to NC State, Nebraska, Purdue, IU, and here. And I had a great relationship with all the coaches that recruited me. And everyone – you know, once you commit and you have to make those calls, or it's it's tough. I mean, yeah. it's heartbreaking. But my brother wrestled at IU, so and my my stepdad is uh, Angel's brother at IU, so uh, I'm pretty tight with Angel. He's he's my guy, and I mean, I would go down to IU during like uh, the summer for like the RTC practices and preparing up for Fargo and he really helped and developed my wrestling. So I owe a lot to him too, but I went to Nebraska. I mean, it was an awesome, it was totally different than what I thought it was going to be. I mean, How so? in my mind, I'm thinking, in my mind, I'm thinking like Nebraska, like it's gotta be like this country in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it is, it is kind of country in the middle of nowhere, but it then through downtown it's nice yeah. they got like some nice facilities like i was kind of blown away but 
uh, when I came, I ended up coming here. Uh, it was just something different. Like, there's just some familiar guys. Like, Dylan Ragson was here, and he was on our at Mount Carmel. Martini was like our rival, but once they kind of flushed away, we were all like kind of tight. I mean, uh, especially during the recruiting process, it you kind of became like an older brother to me and giving me some advice, like especially when I'm, I'm on the wrestling mat, when I would always try to come up and uh, train for the RTC in the summer before I was injured. And there's just something about it. I mean, the education is high quality. The wrestling is high quality. Our facilities are high quality, but yeah, it was just a different atmosphere. Plus, we're good at football. So, like, I didn't want to go to a school and, like, have my friends chirp me. And, like, we just beat you guys. I'm like, I wouldn't be able to sit well with that. So, uh, we came. I was glad I came here. We got the job done this year. Uh, but I like I like to be surrounded by greatness. So, I, I came here. That's fantastic. Uh, as you were coming up, you know, through high school – you know, some guys, I mean, most guys that wrestle in college love it. They, they're really into it. But there's, like, I love to wrestle, and there's, like, also, like, I love to follow wrestling, right? And so, or some guys, like, I just love to wrestle. I didn't really follow it, but I love to do it, right? So when you were in high school, did you follow college wrestling much? Um, ever go to NCAAs? Yeah, I was a huge fan, actually. Yeah. Uh, I love watching college wrestling especially Michigan once I committed I watched I think every single match even though you had a like in Cal's Bakersfield you have to I had to go through like our Twitter and go through a little fiasco to try to find the link but yeah I was I was ecstatic about college wrestling even in middle school one of my dad's close family friends was able to take me my dad and my brother out to NCAAs when it was at St. Louis and Cleveland. Yeah. And once I got there, it was kind of like an eye-opening experience. Like, I remember seeing, like, Zane Rutherford and Mark Hall, and we had great seats. I don't know how I got them, but we had great seats. We were, we were like, front row. Uh, it was awesome. It was, like, a big show that I was like, yeah, I want, I want to be part of this. And I think that kind of – was a big reason why I ended up going to Mount Carmel just because I thought it was a better, better chance for me to be on that stage. Yeah. Uh, now you, you, you fast forward, you commit to Michigan, you know, you you, you start at school there and, and they're like, Hey, we're, you're going to throw you right in, you know, what kind of goals and, and expectations do you have for yourself? And, and, you know, yeah. Like what, what is realistic? Um, our first day of practice, uh, we had, like, I think it, this was in the preseason, too. But I was I was scrappy for sure. I mean, I wanted to compete, and that was kind of something that who I've always been. But our first official day of practice, uh, our coach came up to me and was like, you can win state this year. And I'm like, smile. I'm like trying to laugh it off. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I probably could, yeah. Then he was like, no, 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 like, serious. He's like, oh, if you do the right things, you can win state this year. And then I was like, then 
I was starting to get like hyped and like some yeah. self confidence in myself before I even had self confidence in me, and I was still smiling just just from uh, excitement. But he thought I was like just trying to blow it off, and it was just a funny experience. But it's something that's vivid in my mind of where it was like, okay, I mean, I'm I'm a freshman, I have nothing to lose, and I'm in a whole different state, so. I'm going to compete to my best ability and show off where I'm from. And you won, right? You won state as a freshman? Yeah, against, uh, I think, top 15, top 10 nationally ranked opponent at the time. Hell yeah. And how do you do you feel similar this year as a freshman in college? Like, Sean Barmet come up to you on the first day and say, hey, you can win this. <laughs> you don't have to answer that, but, like, do, do you feel, you know – you feel like, all right, I'm back like I was then. I'm a freshman. Why can't I win it? Yeah, I would say it's more coming from, like, me now rather than, like, having a, a sit-down with my coaches and them bringing that self-confidence to me. It was more of a, me having to dig dig deep and realizing that if I'm going to do something, I'm, I'm going to be the best and I'm going to commit 100% to it. Uh but, yeah, there's a lot of similarities from my freshman year. Right now, one thing that's kind of different is that college is awesome. And it's it's really easy to get uh, hooked up and, like, have a good time, like, all the time. But once once you're in the season, I feel like it's it's important to really focus in on your goals and work hard to your fullest potential. And that's where I kind of was early. I was like, man, this place is awesome. I mean, I I could like barely even wrestle and like just have a great time. But uh, once I got on the wrestling mat and started competing, I was like, yeah. I mean, if I'm in the starting lineup, I'm not gonna think twice about going for it all. So that's that's what I'm doing right now. Sure. And I was looking at your uh, your like your record from this year, and I believe you lost your first match. Is that right? And if so, like. After you lose that first one or early on, do you still have that confidence or is it are you a little shook or a little spooked? Or like, hey, what's going on here? I think uh my first matches were at the MSU Open and I think I lost in the semis okay. to Vanderbeer Northwestern. But I was winning that match and he slapped on a nasty cradle, all credit to him. And got some back points. And uh, I ended up losing that way. It was pretty tough. And I just had to sit down and reflect. And I've had a lot of reflecting this year. Mostly, I think, four times this year. I really had to reflect. And it just gives me more fuel to the fire. Just allows me to focus more and uh, really find, like, the drive to do what I do. Sure. Uh, all right, let's get let's get into last week. You know, you or, or before that, you came off a really close loss to to Bo Bartlett too. So let's start with that. You know, you talk about uh, the four. You lost four times. I'm sure that's why you're saying I had to reflect four times. Um, are you are you usually hard on yourself when you reflect? Uh, is it is it more just like matter of fact, and I just have to see what happened and and why I ha- why I lost. Um, something my coaches here, uh, put into perspective for me is that 
like my effort is there like there's no match that i don't give all of my effort so then if i lose then it goes to like the technique and the technique is on film and it's a clear something very clear of what i need to do so it's when i when i'm reflecting and having to dig deep of like why did this happen and uh, I know my efforts there. My efforts always gonna be there, but it's just more of like plain and simple. Like maybe I need to sprawl, like sprawl harder. Yeah. Maybe I need to like down block my head, and it's just real simple. Then I, I just use that like that feeling of losing and going into practice next week and really honing in on, uh, what makes me a, a better wrestler as a whole. Yeah. Uh, and, and last week was a big match. Any, you know, I was obviously this, a, a huge program. Um, I'm sure you guys were hyped for the duel. It's this big duel. It's prime time on, on BTN. You got like their best guy, returning national finalist, ranked number one. Tell me how you, I don't know, maybe just lead up to the match. Uh, do you typically do you study a guy? Do you have you know pick up on tendencies, bring a game plan, or is it just like? I just wrestle my my match and let's get at it. And then that same those same questions tailored towards this specific match, you know, top ranked guy in the country. Um, I would say that when I'm preparing for it, I feel like all of my matches doesn't matter if it's a, a ranked guy or the number one guy in the country. I'm I'm gonna prepare the same. I put in the same amount of effort. Uh, I want to win just as bad. So nothing really changes, but I'm I'm always trying to be the best wrestler I can be, and I feel like if I were to cater to someone else's style or how they wrestle, then it's just taking away from what I can be and who I can be as as a person and as a wrestler. So I try to focus on like my offense, uh, my defense, and yeah, you kind of have to know what this guy's gonna do, his strengths are. But that's why I kind of reinforce it into, like, my mind and into the practice reps that I'm getting of, like, if we do get in this position, what am I going to do? Like, I feel like that's just building on my wrestling and not catering at all, just building on, like, my abilities. So going into the Iowa match, I, I knew it was going to be a tough one. And I was more looking at the team, like, I care a lot about the team and how we do as a team. And once we, I wasn't thinking much about it. I was just like, I'm going to go out there and compete. I, I really wanted to win, especially not having to wrestle at, at a Ohio State. So stupid. But after not wrestling at Ohio State, it was a lot, of, a lot of momentum and a lot of motivation to go out there and just compete, especially with uh, Mike D'Agostino, Dylan Ragson putting on big shows right before me. And I I went out there and I felt strong in the hand fight and I kind of just lost in space in the match and I felt like everything was just moving in slow motion. So. Has that happened? For, I mean, I've heard people say that, lost in space. Some people call it like getting into the flow state or into the zone. Like Vito is like, yeah, he's talking about the world championships. He's like, I'm like almost unconscious. Right, like obviously he's awake yeah. and he's moving around, but like he's like I'm not thinking, 
I'm just, my body's just reacting. Is that, is that what was going on? Um, I, you have to practice that. It's tough. It's because before you, you can really think really critically when you're in a match or at practice and having to move the guy. And, uh, but as of lately, I'm trying to focus on just going out there and just competing really. I mean, uh, in that match, I was, once the lights are on and I feel all the pressure and I'm like ready to go and I shake his hand and I'm ready to compete. And, uh, I'm not thinking really, I mean, you can kind of say it's the unconscious, the, the flow state, but, uh, I'm still thinking, I'm still thinking like, okay, uh, like the match strategy and, uh, how much time's left and what the, what the score is. I don't even know what the score is after the match. I'm like, I have to ask my teammates and they tell me, I'm like, oh, wow, that's, that's kind of cool. Uh, but I, I focus on the positions uh, rather than, like, uh, anything external, anything off the mat. Yeah. Uh, you know, as things are going well, are you back to, like, this thinking, not thinking, like, okay, great, wow, this is, this is great, I'm winning, here we go? Or is it more like just what's in front of me, position? What's he doing? How am I reacting? Yes. What am I doing? How's he reacting? Just what's in front of me, really. I mean, it, I'm trying not to complicate it. I mean, wrestling's a tough sport. So I just focus on what's in front of me. Uh, just focusing on the, the hand fight and my body positioning and uh, ready for his shot, ready for me to shoot. Just, yeah, I keep it really simple of uh, what I want to do and where I want to go. Is that why you were able to, like, you know, you've got a, a strong lead in the third period. Some guys are just going to, like, buckle down and hold position, but you're, like, still attacking. You find a cradle. You almost pin him. Is that part of that? Just like, hey, let's just keep attacking. Yeah, that's that's kind of like who I've always been. Uh, I like to score points, and I feel like if I were to shut down, like if I were to get a lead and just focus on trying to protect that lead, then that's when you're able to give up big points and give up that lead because you're not focusing on winning. You're focusing on not losing. So I like to focus on winning and then focus on scoring points uh, the whole time. I mean, like, uh, I feel like that cradle was just, was just there. I mean, I wasn't looking for anything particular. I was just looking to score points. So it kind of just fell in my favor. But, yeah, I was definitely, like, not trying to be defensive once I got that uh little reversal to his back so once you got him on his back and you hold him there is there time to i mean just be like i got this there's 10 seconds left i'm either gonna pin him or they're you know i'm gonna win right is there a moment where you can be like got it or do you wait is yeah. it till the not till the buzzer hits um like as in like i got the match yeah yeah, like saying? I'm gonna win. I'm no matter what. I'm gonna win. Oh yeah, once once I got the reversal and I I got him on his back, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna win. Like, there's no shot. I'm gonna lose. Like, uh, I'm a good wrestler. I'm able to 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 yeah. down block. I'm able to sprawl. I'm able to counter. I'm able to set up my shots. I'm able to score. Like, I'm a good enough wrestler to to score points. And especially with when I'm up six points, five points. Uh, I knew that I was going to be on top. Going into that match, did you have the confidence to 
did you like truly believe you were going to win? Or is it one of these things where like, hey, he's the best guy. This, that's the bar right there. Let's see where I stand. Going into it, I was, first off, I like to focus on just not winning and losing. Um, I feel like if I go out there and compete hard and use the technique that we've trained in practice and give my full effort, then I can't really beat myself up too bad. So that really helps, like, take the pressure off my shoulders. But I, I was envisioning myself just, like, going out there and I'm like, dude, there's no way. I mean, I felt like I, I let that Bartlett match slip right out of my hands and I had all the momentum going my way. And that kind of gave me some things to look at and put into perspective. And I felt like there's I, – I have to win. Like, it's bound to happen. Like, I felt like the stars were aligned and I was going to going to go out there and put on a show, and uh, I obviously did. So, yeah, I, I had full confidence in myself that I was able to go out there and wrestle like that for sure. You said that Bartlett match, you felt like it slipped away or slipped out of your hands. I didn't see it, so just kind of catch me up on, on how it went and where you thought it slipped away. Yeah, so first period, I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm kind of known, especially when I reflect and look at my matches, I give up the first takedown. Then I kind of rally, but uh, he took me down in the first, rode me out in the first, which is I usually get out, which is I was like kind of didn't know what to think about it. But in the second period, uh, I think I get an escape and I take him down. So it's tied 4-4, but I wrestled with a really high pace and I felt like I was able to go get another one. But I was on top riding him tied 4-4. I don't, I don't remember how much time was left, um, but I'm trying to think. I, I don't remember if it was in the second or third, but it was tied for four, and the coaches were like, come, 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 come. So then I was kind of like off to the side. He was a quad pod, and I go to reach over to put my hand on his head to cut him. He just turns into me. It's like quick little reversal. And I just gave it up. It just right on my hands. And uh, I knew it, the coaches knew it, but uh, I think he was up too, and I, I get out, and I'm just kind of storming him and trying to throw the whole wrench at him, the whole toolbox. And I ended up not getting the takedown, so it was some, I think I lost 7-5, especially with like riding time, but I'll have to look at it, but I, I felt like it kind of slipped out of my hands for sure. Can a lot, you know, can you get it, it? Is it possible to gain confidence from a loss? And specifically in, in, in a scenario like this, where you're like, man, I'm right there, nip and tuck with, you know, one tried to cut him, he gets a reversal. Okay, it was a silly mistake, but I, I'm competing right there with the best guys. Could, can you take a, a, a confidence from a loss? Yeah, I would say a little bit because, I mean, ultimately you still lost, but. As I said before, I mean, I, I really don't focus on winning or losing. I just focus on going out there competing to my best ability. And once I went out there and competed to my best ability, I was I was like, okay, like, I'm up here for sure. Like, there's I thought he was going to be, like, some, some different, like something uh, that I was a unable to stop that I've never seen before. But uh, what I ended up learning was that, like, these guys, these top-ranked guys are just – really good at like the basic things like mastering like 
a shot that they're it's unstoppable or something but I mean it's all wrestling at the end of the day so it's I feel like if you can master the basics and because as in before my Iowa match uh coach KJ was really hammering down that I need to sprawl better because my sprawl was not very good and it kind of hurt the ego a little bit but uh I went in there and learn how to sprawl again for two weeks so uh I went out there and it obviously helped me in the Iowa match but yeah I definitely gained a little bit of confidence from uh the Penn State match especially with all the pressure going on so yeah um th- back back to the Iowa duel man h- how fun was that for you guys because you, you you mentioned the two two close ones right before you guys won you guys are up 18 to 0, 16-0 at halftime or something like that and and win three of the next five. Describe, you know, have you have you been on a team and had a team performance that felt like that before? And that's it's a big deal, right? Pack yeah. house. Well, I feel like I feel like we've been that team this whole year. Like we still haven't had a full lineup this whole year. Uh we've had guys out and uh once we got in there and uh, the first five weights that, I mean, even at Ohio State, uh, we had uh, 125, 33. I didn't wrestle, but we had to give up that forfeit, uh, 149. That would have been our, our first five weights, like went out there and competed hard and put up some points on the board. And we did that against Iowa. So it's uh, like nothing new, just that we had a, our back half needed to finish the job. And at Ohio State, it really, it was nobody's fault. I mean, but at Iowa, I mean, we we were able to do this. We were able to compete with these guys, and we were able to put up points, especially in our first five matches. So uh, once that happened, it was like, I feel like everyone kind of, like, saw who we were and opened their eyes. But, I mean, we've been doing this. Like, uh, we're competitors. And it was definitely a fun atmosphere in Chrysler, especially. Uh, there's a lot of people. I think it was the first time in Chrysler when they were able to sell alcohol too. So they're trying to <laughs> like uh, like Get market around. that too along yeah. with it. So yeah, it was a fun atmosphere too, and it was amazing actually looking back at it. Just thought it would be a part of that, especially as a true freshman. Yeah. So what hap- what happened at Ohio State? Was it a, was it a skin check thing? Is that what I heard? Yeah, it was. Uh, I told my trainer that I was like, I I didn't know what it was. I had like a little uh, spot on my shoulder, and it was like the day before. It was like a little herpes flare up, and I I went up to him. I'm like, I woke up and I saw it like this. And like it was the first day it came up, and it was kind of bummed out. And I I told him he was like, yeah, we'll, we'll just have to see. I mean, hopefully it gets better, but. Uh, I don't think you'll just be able to wrestle. And I still cut down the weight, uh, made the weight, was hoping to be able to wrestle. But, yeah, he told me, checked it right before uh, skin checks. He was like, yeah, you're, just, you're not able to wrestle. I'm like, all right. I mean, it's out of my control now. Can't really do anything. Um, yeah, pop that yeah, Valtrex. I, I didn't, yeah, I've, <laughs> I've been popping the Valtrex for a long time, but – uh, I think it's just like when I'm cutting weight and sure. uh, there's a lot of stress, then it kind of it'll pop up. But uh, yeah, I mean, 
it was kind of, I felt like it was out of my control and it was just unfortunate circumstances. So I just focused on what I can control and uh, now we're here. Yeah. Uh, as we look ahead towards the end of the season and, you know, you maybe start thinking about nationals at some point, although there's plenty of wrestling to be had first. But, like, the, 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 uh, I think it was 2016 and 17, you said St. Louis and, and Cleveland, you went to the NCAAs. How do you think going to NCAAs when you're younger will help you be prepared for that atmosphere once you're actually in it? Yeah, I mean, it'll help me kind of envision, like, what it's going to be like. I know it's, there's a lot of people, uh, but it was just a – it was always a dream of mine because when I went, I was able to uh, take some pictures post-match. I think I was with uh, Spencer Lee, Bo Nickel, Kyle Snyder. So it was just like these guys were like guys I looked up to, and hopefully I can be that when – uh, I go and hopefully do big things and uh, remember and see that kid when I was there in 2016, 2017. Do you do any visualization, like whether it's yourself on, on the mat or on the elevated stage, and whether it's uh, vague, you know, stomping on the mat or, you know, seeing, seeing the crowd, or whether it's specific, like getting into a scramble and floating my hips this way and moving around and this, that, and the other? Uh, I would... I would say definitely. I mean, it's nothing like too deep. It's just like, uh, it's just, I, I feel like it kind of just happens naturally. It's just because I want to win so bad. Just when I go to bed and close my eyes, I just, I just see it like picture, like a movie and of like me doing uh, the things I want to do on the mat and doing the technique that I've been practicing. But uh, it's just, I don't like sit down and like sit for hours and mm-hmm. try to visualize like what I want to do. But it's it's just like something small. It's just like something that I think happens naturally if you want something bad enough. And you you said this a few times, right? Like I want to win so bad, and you're like keep you're stressing this, right? And like I just so badly want to win. And, and from the time you you know you're talking about seventh grade winning winning that first uh, middle school state title, where does that come from? And was it like that with football or any other sports you did or or or? you know, Monopoly, whatever you play, or is it, just, is it specific to wrestling? Uh, I, I would say it's uh, specific to wrestling, especially because it's an individual sport. When I was in football, uh, I kind of hated it, you know. Uh, I love playing it now. I was just, like, small and slow, but I had great hands. So, But in wrestling, it was an individual sport, and you're competing against some other dude that, could potentially like kick your butt in front of like your your family and your parents, so it was like, yeah, I want to go out there and you know put on a show and show like everyone that I what I've been working on for so long, and I guess that's kind of where it came from of me knowing from a young age that I man, if I go out there, I mean, he could like put me on my back and like pin me, and everyone could see it and. I'm kind of like over exaggerating in my mind, but I feel like I'm going out there and like I'm I'm about to fight this dude. Like I I can't have, can't have this dude like coming out here and beating me. So it's like, yeah, I I've always really wanted to win, and I guess it's kind of stemmed from when I was younger, being conscious of like what this sport is, and yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. That's a great answer. Um, we're we're kind of rolling here. 
towards towards the end of the seg- end of the show, I got a, a segment, though a little a little game I like to play with the guests called wins and whoopins. So you know, thinking back okay. over the entirety of your career from whatever four or five years old when you first started through your last match, uh, can you think of one win and one loss that stand out? And it could be like it could be this last one against Iowa. It could be like you know, being in fourth grade and beating a fifth grader, it doesn't matter the significance of the win other than what it meant to you at the time. One win that stands out and then one whooping, you know, like just an ass whooping. We've all had them. You come off the mat being like, I don't even know how to wrestle. What, what just happened? One win, one whooping. You can do either one first. Yeah, I'll start with the whooping because it comes first to mind for sure. It was, uh, I was rallying at Fargo. And it was my second time going to Fargo. I'm in the finals. Get teched, like, in 20 seconds or 30 seconds. I was, it broke my heart. It was, it was terrible. And I, I talk about this match a lot, too. So, like, uh, just, like, when I'm with my friends and we're talking about wrestling, I'm like, yeah, I, I got messed up in Fargo. And that one, that one really hurts. I, I still think about it to this day is, I wanted to win so bad too there uh, on the big stage too. But for my best win, I mean, it's kind of tough, but I would say one time my, my dad tried to challenge me to a wrestling match and it just didn't work out for him. Like I put him on his back and I, I pinned him for sure. And it's just, I feel like, when I'm wrestling with like my family, with my brother, and that means a lot more than like whatever we do in Chrysler. It's like, because he'll rub it in my face. My dad will rub it in my face. So I think the first time, especially when I was growing up, I think I was in like, like a sophomore or something. And like, you, I was just like, yeah, I'm the man in the house. He's like, <laughs> didn't have it. And, <laughs> Then I think I probably got a whooping, like, actually after that. But, uh, yeah, I think the first time I was able to to take down my dad, for sure, is probably the best win, even though it's not, like, me wearing a singlet or anything. But that I just really like that one. It's probably my favorite. Yeah, that's, like, a, not like a change. You're not a life-changing moment, but it's, a, like, a, a it's a big swing there in the, in the dynamic because <laughs> – it will always come a day at some point when a, when a kid can beat a dad, but a sophomore in high school, that's, that had to feel pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And now you're grounded. <laughs> Go clean your room. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, well, this is great. This has been a really good time chatting. I appreciate you coming on and, and kind of sharing your story with us. We're going to leave you with the final word, though. Uh, anything you want to say about anything? Shout out, tell a joke, say hello say nothing yeah i would just say uh just some shout outs to like my family uh my coaches here and my club in high school um they really i feel like i'm just a big group together and uh really helps me like be grounded and be able to go for the things i really want to go for but yeah just grateful for god also all glory to him gives me a all the faith I need and uh, all the confidence I need. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you for having me.
Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for joining us, man. Uh, great job so far in this season, and best of luck to you. When you go back out to Nebraska, tell Coach Manning hi. I'm sure you, you remember from the recruiting trail. So uh, yeah. you have a good one, and safe travels today, and, and we'll, be, we'll be tuning in for you this weekend. All right, sweet. Thank you. Thanks, man. Have a great day. See you. You too. Peace. All right, All right folks, that's going to do it. Wonderful show. Great guest. Sergio Lemley, thanks for joining us, folks. We will see you next time on the show. Bye-bye. <laughs>